Palace presents. This is AI in decisive moments. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Shall we play a game? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Come with me if you want to live. My father tried to teach me human emotions. They are difficult. <clears throat> oh, sorry, had to get that out of my system. Those, of course, were clips from War Games, 2001: A Space Odyssey, Good Old Arnold as the Terminator, The New Lost in Space, and iRobot. And they are the reference points many people have for AI. But fear not, we already live in a world surrounded by AI, and the last time I checked, they're actually doing a pretty good job of helping make life better, or at least make my life better. Thanks, Google Assistant, for reminding me when to leave for the studio this morning, and that I needed coffee. Really bad. Hi, I'm Arthur, and in this miniseries, I plan to give you the inside scoop on how AI actually affects us and the world around us, thanks to innovative companies like Talus. Talus is an innovator leading the way in the development and implementation of the core technologies of artificial intelligence and other digitally transformative technologies, with seemingly endless amounts of promising applications. I mean, never has there been so robust a time as now for the development of AI in all types of domains, including ground transportation with autonomous trains, civil aviation with a single pilot aircraft, awesome, and in cybersecurity, leveraging AI to detect cyber attacks more quickly. To help me explain this, this is Chairman and CEO of Talus Group, Mr. Patrice Kane. Who made himself available for this episode at a conference earlier this year to lend his insights into how Talus is making life better and keeping us all safer with AI? So let's not think of AI as traveling down a proverbial rabbit hole of black boxes and computer programs. Let's think about it in the context of what it can do for me. I mean,、uh, all of us, rather. <laughs> so hang on, and we'll be back in just a moment for my discussion with Patrice that will kick off what will be a very interesting miniseries. One thing I've learned in my quest to understand AI is that it's not comprised of one single technology. It can actually be categorized into six disciplines, all under the AI umbrella: machine learning, think、uh, Watson from IBM; natural language processing, hello Siri; knowledge representation, basically how computers store information; automated reasoning, that's like critical thinking for computers, but、uh, more rudimentary. Computer vision: how your Tesla knows which lane to stay in, and robotics. Each has a different depth of discipline knowledge, but without going too deep, it suffices to say AI is complex. During my discussion with Patrice earlier this year, he explains what the tipping point was that made Talus first start leveraging AI in domains such as aerospace, defense, security, space, and transportation to help guide the progress we see that defines our world. Artificial intelligence is、uh, one of the fourth key digital technologies that、uh, we decided to really invest、uh, a lot around 2016,、uh, meaning that、uh, alongside artificial intelligence. IoT, cybersecurity, and data analytics are also key digital technologies for us, and even more importantly for our customers to、um, really serve a customer needs or meet a customer needs. You have to manage the technology, but also to have a deep understanding 
of how you run your operations, what I call domain knowledge. And this great combination between technological domain and domain knowledge really Thales has this fantastic combination. Many of the companies shaping AI and those touted as pioneers, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, work on tricky problems that AI can help solve. But Talos is unique in its AI focus as it is working to tackling problems that sets it apart from the pack because of the customers they serve. Customers who have zero margin of error because of the critical environment in which they operate. During my discussion with Patrice, he goes on to tell me about the major differences between the Fangs and Talos. Uh, these companies are exceptional companies. They have done uh, great things. Um, having said so, they are not in the same world as we are. We are in what I call a mission critical or safety critical world, where most of the time life is at stake. And it means that you have a very specific and stringent constraints on the technology you use, in particular artificial intelligence or data analytics. You need to care even more about the quality of the data, the integrity of the data, the integrity of the algorithm, and so on and so forth. And uh, these big animals, uh, they prefer, up to now, to tackle uh, the huge market, which is the 13 billion human beings on Earth, rather than tackling very demanding customers, small in numbers, with market value, again, rather small. Um, it's a very, very difficult task. Seen from the outside, it's, it seems simple. Uh, yes, we have been able to uh, generate growth, profitable growth, while investing more and more in absolute value and also in relative terms. For that, uh, we have uh, started a complete transformation of the company. Uh, it was necessary to revisit every aspect of, of Thales. Purchasing, supply chain, engineering, project and product management, product policy, every aspect. And I must admit that so far we have been able to run fast enough, not only to improve the profit of the company, but to have enough margin to invest more. And by investing in the development of AI, Talus is taking something it already does well and transforming it into new applications, creating a much more efficient technological jump. The wondrous thing about AI is its ability to learn new skills by using existing technology. Throughout our conversation, Patrice described how Talus is able to create a new and more intelligent application from existing technology and how AI can evolve a piece of tech into a smart asset. We are also uh, using artificial intelligence to give to uh, sensors what I call uh, the ability to learn by themselves. So self-learning capability. You take a radar or a sonar. In the past, they were comparing an acoustic signature with a database and taking, I would say, the right decision or giving the right information to, uh, the, uh, to the operator. Now, to be even more efficient, this same sensor, radar or sonar, is able also, by listening, 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 able to understand who he has in front of him and recognize the signature by itself. And this technological jump can be applied to other applications in a similar way. With the acquisition of Jamalto, Talos has become a world leader within the cyber market. Make no mistake, cybersecurity is a battlefield. Ransomware attacks have cost companies billions, and hacks exposing user information like passwords, 
social security numbers, and credit card accounts can affect anyone, anywhere. And if you think that's scary, imagine if an organized cyber attack targeted a country's infrastructure. Take down a power grid, intercept secure data, disrupt communication. It's not pretty, and it is a real threat. As our conversation approached this subject, Patrice was adamant about how AI will play a decisive role for cybersecurity in the identification and arrest of cyber attacks. Well, you can uh, apply these technologies to uh, cybersecurity, for instance, to be uh, even more reactive and more efficient. When you try to detect a cyber attack, usually you compare, again, a database with uh, the logs that you gather from all the equipments that a given customer has. Not tomorrow, but today, uh, we are able, in fact, to drastically reduce the time between an attack and the moment you detect it by using AI. Why so? Because most of the uh, new attacks are not already identified, are not already, I would say, in your database. Uh, but by being able to detect what I call the weak signals, some unusual behaviors of a server, of a router, uh, in a continent where normally it should not work during night, you are able to detect these attacks instead of several months, in several days or minutes. So you see the efficiency of AI in a very uh, demanding market like cybersecurity. Removing some of the human involvement and relying on AI more, as Patrice stated, increases the speed and efficiency of these applications. However, the importance of data security and the demand for privacy, the question of what steps can be taken to ensure the technology is safeguarded, takes precedent. AI, after all, is a combination of hardware and software, which can be threatened by cyber attacks. So how can we feel safe? So much of our day-to-day -day lives are connected, guided, even controlled by technology. While talking with Patrice, it became clear that these are concerns that must be addressed, that security is vital, and that trust is paramount. Trust is absolutely, absolutely key, uh, in particular for artificial intelligence. Now we need, I would say, probably... Uh, or certainly both. First, we need regulations or rules, even laws, international treaty. Uh, to that, I would say uh, democratic countries uh, share uh, the same uh, view in terms where do we uh, authorize the use of, let's say, AI or not. But in par parallel, uh, we have started our own, I would say, due diligence, our, our own analysis. Uh, where do we draw our red line us as a company we are not a state no, we are not a government as a company so there are I would say clear case where we said no and there are uh, other areas where you see the technology can be used to protect but also to attack so how can we make sure that we raise the level of awareness of vigilance of our own engineers so that we can take and the right decision on the use of these technologies. There is so much detail that goes into creating AI. It seems the tracks can diverge and good intentions can yield unexpected consequences. After all, Skynet was supposed to help us, not destroy us. Leaving the Terminator antagonist behind, I broached this subject with Patrice and he presented an ethos of principles. We have decided a while ago to work on an internal charter to uh, make sure that uh, first we build trust on AI. Secondly, we raise the level of vigilance of our engineers. When they use AI, they should 
ask themselves about ethical uh, consideration, um, depending on the application they are working on. And third, it's governance. How at the end of the day we decide internally to go in this direction or not, taking into consideration the potentially good but also less good things you could do, you could see with such application. According to Patrice, this charter contains the guiding values for Talos, not just for AI, but for digital transformation and technological practices. There are many ways people will interact with AI. Some we know, others will come to know. So I, for one, am glad these are questions Talos and other companies have placed a focus on. I mean, could you have imagined before the advent of smartphones that one of the last things you would do with your phone would be to make a phone call? And how we use these smart devices, this piece of tech or that application, is different for each one of us. The fact that we are so connected in so many different ways and how it plays out in our individual lives is unique. Think about how you would use something as simple as a digital map. Is it only for directions? I mean, when I travel, I frequently explore the downtown parts of cities and use the map to make dinner reservations in the part of the city I'll be visiting. I have a friend who runs Rain or Shine, and she uses it to research new paths. Another colleague I know checks the orientation of a location to better understand how the light at a specific time of day will affect his photograph. My point is, we all use a simple application in many different ways. For Patrice, he spoke of one element for the continued successful development of AI applications. Well, I see a clear relationship between tolerance and economic development. And if we uh, apply this uh, general idea to AI, as it is the subject of today, uh, to have, I would say, um, to make sure that the algorithm you develop is not biased, you need to have diverse team. Uh, we speak about diversity and inclusion. And these topics, diversity and inclusion, are clearly correlated with tolerance. Uh, we need, within a given team, to have, I would say, gender diversity, nationality diversity, background diversity, all sorts of diversity, so that to, we make sure, we are sure that the algorithm is not just defined by typically white male engineer. Because if, if it is the case, or when it is the case, it is totally unconscious, it's not something which is explicit, then it leads to an artificial intelligence which mimics the team which has produced it, meaning which will reason as a white male engineer. That's why we need to uh, promote, foster tolerance, diversity and inclusion. And you know I like the sound of that. The need for tolerance, diversity and inclusion within the development of AI, if done right, will hopefully bring about a world that helps us all better leverage technology. Well, that's all for our first installment. I hope this podcast has made you think about how we are connected, how important these connections are, and help to explain how AI is crafted with care at Talos. Hey, Ava, what was your favorite part of this episode? I like the sound of a single pilot aircraft. I want to be a pilot. I want to fly. I am smart. I will teach myself to fly. Beginning patch update. This was the AI in Decisive Moments podcast. This podcast was developed and produced by Talos North America. The theme music is from Firstcom. Thanks to our special guest, Patrice Kane, who is the chairman and CEO of Talos Group. 
the company creating decisive technologies for decisive moments. For more information, visit www.talisgroup.com.